0: back my friends to the derate the hate podcast i am wilk from wilksworld.com and this is a special edition of the derate the hate podcast and it's actually just going to be the audio from a video blog i did for our wilksopinion.com blog so with that we'll jump right into it and go from there all right so uh i am wilk from wilksworld.com wilksopinion.com is the blog and and uh, this isn't normally how I do things. Um, normally I don't do any kind of video uh, of myself doing anything. But um, I, I got a few things that, that just have to be said. And, and uh, it's probably going to ruffle a few feathers. But you know what? It's stuff that's got to be said. And, and its I'm calling it freedom shaming. Okay? Uh, what I want to do is I want to talk about hashtag freedom shaming. And the reason that I'm doing this is because lately I've seen so many people that you know, whether it be online or, or some in person, not nearly as many in person as online, but but that are are just pounding on people for the idea that they you know the the idea of standing up for liberty. That you know, uh, it's almost as if they believe that um, you can't. Uh, believe that this virus this thing that we're dealing with as a country as a world actually uh, is real and and you know is of of concern to everybody as well as believing that we also need to stand up for our rights as citizens in a free country and uh i'm calling it freedom shaming i i i don't know i i just came up with that and i think it sounds pretty good so we're gonna go with that um like i said this is an experiment for me i don't don't normally uh don't normally do video, but it's got to be said, and we're gonna go with it. And I'm also gonna put it on, uh, put it on my podcast as a special edition. But um, uh, first, I, I just want to say, reasonable people can disagree uh, on on what the response should have been to this virus. Um, but irrational people can't seem to get beyond their emotions. And, and that's one of the things that I do talk about in my podcast is, is people who can't get beyond their emotions. Their, their emotions dictate their actions. Once their emotions have taken over, it's pretty much over. You know, they, they, they can't see beyond that. So reasonable people can disagree on what should have been done, but, but you know, as more real-time evidence comes out about this virus, uh, we're starting to find things are, are, are not as they appeared. Um, Of course, this virus is very real, and it's very deadly to a a portion of the population, Uh, and that's tragic. All death is tragic, but, you know, death is the result of life. So we need to understand that we can't put everything on hold, and we can't expect all of our neighbors to put their lives on hold uh, for the idea that that we, we have to deal with this virus. Uh, the problem runs we run into a, a, as a people is when we cannot civilly disagree on how things should have been done or how things are still being done. I mean, there's still millions of our neighbors, millions of our fellow countrymen under lockdown right now, and their, their livelihoods are being destroyed. Um, what does that mean? And what does it mean to uh, say that that um, you, you can believe in both? You know, the way I look at it, there's, there's three different kinds of, uh, of, of attitudes, three different perceptions uh, of this, this virus and, and how it's being handled by, by our government and by the people. Uh, one is there's a group of people who their sole focus is the fact that this virus is, is deadly and it's very deadly for a small portion of the population. Um, that is very real and, and everybody should understand that. It is very real and, and it's very deadly for a small portion of the population. That's one group of people. There's another group of people that uh, are very concerned about our liberties, uh, our our liberties as individuals and and the tyrannical government overreach that we are facing uh, in many of our states. Um, And and that's that's a very real concern for a lot of people, as well it should be. And then there's another group that is just incredibly concerned uh, about the mental and the financial uh, side effects of these government-imposed lockdown. These three groups of people do not have to be mutually exclusive to one group or the other. Um, small infographic right here, hoping that you can see it, right? Stop freedom shaming. We got your group right here that understands this virus is very real, very deadly for a group of our population. We got this one right here. People that are very concerned about the idea of our individual liberties being squashed by tyrannical government overreach. And then we got this one. Incredibly concerned about the mental and the financial effects of this government imposed shutdown like I said they can overlap me That's me right there. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get all three. I'm very much in all three boats all three categories I totally get it Um, Where I get very very frustrated and and uh, I see it all the time online um, is you get these uh, you know these keyboard warriors out there. I've I've got a couple different websites. I I respond to a lot of different new news articles online. Do a lot of different things. And these keyboard warriors out there that say stuff to people that they would never dream of saying in real life. Um, you know I I've had people wish sickness and illness upon my family, wish death upon me. Um, uh, you know I see it every single day. The, the stuff that people say is just outrageous. And and I, I just you know. It's I, I don't get it. You know, these this is not stuff that these people would say in real life. They they just wouldn't. You know it. I know it. And, and people've got to get over themselves in, in in certain respects because the idea that you would say to somebody that you wish that they had this illness so they would die, or that their family members would die, you know, as punishment for stepping out of line with the mainstream narrative. What is that? Are you kidding me? Why would you say that? Why would you do that? What kind of person does that make you? Get over yourself. That is very, very just sick. That that takes, that is messed up, okay? Then you got these uh, educated elite. I saw a video the other day that somebody had posted about, you know, had this educated elite, you know, condescending schmuck on there talking about, you know, people like to wrap themselves up in their freedom and, and you know, First and Second Amendment and, You know, that they don't understand the First and Second Amendment because the First Amendment requires, uh, you know, comes with some implied responsibility that you be educated before you have a voice. And let's get real. That dude was pretty much saying what the educated elite always say is when they say educate yourself or get educated, they're saying figure out a way that your mentality falls in line with my mentality and then you can have a voice. Um, Those kind of people are the same people that have destroyed our education system. Yeah, condescending, you know, wrap yourself up in a flag, mom, grandma, apple pie, uh, you know, making fun of people's Second Amendment rights. And, and uh, you know, what's this guy going to do when all hell breaks loose and the system breaks down and the people that wish to do him and his family harm are coming and knocking at the door? What's he going to do, online shame him into submission? I don't think so, dude you uh you guys really need to get your your stuff together because that's the kind of attitude that really really gets under people's skin, but maybe that's why you do it right okay you know this this virus obviously very real, very tragic, all death is tragic, but again, all life ends in death and and we have to understand that um, but our government's response is the real issue here and and when I say individual liberties and freedom. I, I look at everything, everything, um, almost, almost, well, uh, almost in every case I look at everything through the perspective of individual liberty because I don't believe life is worth anything without liberty. And to lock down the healthy in an effort to somehow explain or or somehow... Uh, make people feel better about about uh, themselves, you know, keeping uh, some of our, our fellow Americans and some of our fellow human beings uh, safe. You know, they, they talk safer at home, safer here, safer there. Ask about all those people that are in the long-term care facilities, how safe they are being locked down. Okay? That's where the majority of the deaths are happening. And quite honestly, we need to focus more on keeping the more vulnerable safe than locking down everybody else and destroying their livelihoods um you know you you can't tell me that uh you know in in outstate minnesota minnesota is the state in which i live and and our governor is just completely clueless on on how to to take care of this problem he's treating everything like it's minneapolis st paul but we see the same thing in new york state michigan illinois you know it's the same thing that we deal with as as outstate folks in almost all situations they believe we have to treat the whole state of Minnesota like Minneapolis St Paul they have to you know treat the whole state of Illinois like it's Chicago uh, the whole state of Michigan like it's Detroit the whole state of New York like it's New York City this is not reality it's not reality it never has been it never will be um the, the people in outstate Minnesota have so little in common with the people that live in Minneapolis St Paul um really the only thing that they have in common is the two letters at the at the end of their address uh, you know when they're sending in their bills it, it's it's not the right process and the idea that you're going to keep a small shop owner or a small business owner in, in outstate minnesota shut down but you're going to let every big box store uh, out there open uh oh, oh, you know Walmarts, lowes home depot menards uh, these stores, it is insane right now. I, I've been doing home improvement projects on my on my little farm here for the last five years. I'm at Menards almost every weekend. I wouldn't even go close to there right now because the whole parking lot, you got to drive around in the parking lot just to find a parking spot. Never been so busy. Okay, there's people in there packed in there like sardines. You're going to tell me that's safer than uh, the little mom and pop shop owner or mom and pop cafe in, in Sabika, Minnesota that, uh, you know, might get, five or ten customers in a day um, but that person's gonna have to stay shut down while well, Menards and, and Walmart here in the in the, in the bigger areas are, are open and, and just jamming with business record profits okay I'm not gonna knock people for profits I get it but, uh, but yeah the idea that we're gonna let big box stores do what they wanna do and, and the small mom and pop shops in outstate areas that probably haven't even seen a case of COVID-19 uh, are gonna stay on lockdown because the governor said so really that is, uh, that is messed up. And then, you know, like I said, reasonable people can disagree on certain things. The CDC can't even make up their mind on what's right and what's wrong at, at, at this point. You know, we started off, uh, you know, with certain guidelines and, and, and looking at models that, you know, most of those models, let's face it, none of those models have been right so far. Everything's been wrong. Everything's been wrong. It's all a learning curve. I get it. It's all part of the, It's all part of the deal. They've got to figure out things as they go along but to ignore real-time data and and just kind of go with these flawed models that were based on guesses, based on this. But they call it science. Science, really? Sounds like a hypothesis that went wrong because the stuff has not been right from the beginning. Um, just this week, the CDC, uh, you know, they can't make up their minds. It used to be surfaces. You know, we, we had to worry about surfaces. We had to clean everything with Lysol, Lysol wipes and and wear gloves, and, and you know, they're they making, you know, certain places they're making you wear masks and this and that. I mean, does it really help? Do we believe that? I don't know. It, it could change next week because it keeps on changing all the time. The only thing that doesn't change is people are still in lockdown. Uh, you know, there's still people's businesses out there that aren't making any money. You know, there's people's livelihoods that are being destroyed, you know, and, and you can't get correct information because, you know, uh, big mainstream media is, is just a, you know, hate-filled sewer pipe and social media is is uh, let's just face it social media has become just a absolute dumpster fire of misinformation and lies i mean we've got you know people posting stuff that 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 facebook doesn't agree with so they're graying it out or blacking it out or just erasing it completely um you know when did they become the arbiter of truth you know and whose truth is it uh you know i've had i've had a number of my things uh, censored in number in the in the in the past weeks that really they use the same garbage information that the media is saying which is not you know any kind of truth in, in in many instances and they use that as their facts and and that's how they become the arbiter of truth and then they censor people that they don't agree with and what the hell are you kidding me um you know there's plenty of real-time evidence out there that that suggests that the lockdown was not the case but You know, they're never going to never going to go with that because you can't prove a negative. You know, they'll say, okay the lockdown did this. Originally, we started out two weeks to flatten the curve, two weeks to flatten the curve, got to flatten the curve. Right. Well, that two weeks is now turned into over two months. You know, this curve has been pushed out until Christmas. You know That's obviously a bit of an exaggeration, but reality of it is, is that when when this is going to be done or are they going to go for an all out cure? There's some people going out for all out cure. This Dr. Fauci, you know, Dr. Fauci at first was, we've got to keep everybody locked down until we find a cure. Now today or yesterday, I can't remember, now all of a sudden he's saying, oh yeah, prolonged lockdowns are going to cause irreparable damage. Well, yeah, there's a lot of us that have been saying that from the beginning. Um, You know, you, you can't continue to keep people locked down uh, and, and expect things just to go back to normal when they decide that the, you know, when the powers that be, you know, the kings of these little, you know, these governors, some of them think they're kings of small countries and, and what they're, you know, they're, they're going to be the, the determiner of how we're going to live our lives from now on. It's not the right way to go about this. That's not the right way at all. Um, you know, but there are a lot of people, like I said, going back to my concept, freedom shaming, you know. People like me say this stuff and then I, I get, you know, I, I get berated and beat up online, people wishing harm upon me, wishing harm upon my family. What is that? Are you kidding me? You know, you got family members at family members throats because, uh, because one person believes that they, they, you know, we should open things back up. And the other person believes that we should open, you know, keep things locked down. That's not right. It's not right either. you kidding? Can't do that. Um, the amount of hate and disdain that we're seeing, uh, between people of differing opinions is unlike anything I've ever seen in my lifetime. And unlike anything I've ever wanted to see, It's, it's brutal. Um, you know blind hatred for people that you will never ever meet never encounter in real life and the the stuff that people say is just insane we've got to get past that we've got to understand you know like the uh, uh like the thing said uh you know there, there's people of different opinions um you know, but, but the lockdown is, is is not the right way to go. We, we can't continue keeping people locked down. We had multiple states this week reporting that there's more people committing suicide than there are dying of the, uh, the COVID-19 crisis. Okay, how, how do we explain that? You know, um, the governors, you know, say, well, we're following the science. Oh, you're not following the science. You're following flawed models based on hypotheses from people that may or may not even know what they're talking about. Okay, I'm no epidemiologist, but I can tell you this. There's not a consensus. There's not a consensus by any stretch of the imagination. And for anybody to say that there is, it's an absolute lie. Absolute, unadulterated lie uh, for people to say that there's a consensus. That's what they like to say, you know, just so they can feel better about themselves. Well, there's a consensus. We're going to go with the science. There's not a consensus on this COVID-19 crisis. There's not a consensus on how it should have been dealt with from the beginning. There's not a consensus on the data that's coming out. You know, they're conflating data between, uh, you know, the immunities based on people that have had it and the people that currently have it and whether those immunities are going to, you know, the, the antibody tests and the, and the current sickness tests. and They can't even determine how to, how to keep those apart. And they're conflating the numbers and, and none of these numbers are right. Everything is, everything is, is liquid in, in this situation. Uh, but one thing is certain one thing that we do know is this continued lockdown is killing people. This continued lockdown is tearing people apart, tearing families apart, tearing uh tearing tearing apart businesses that people have worked their whole lives to build. Every day they're putting out different different businesses. Uh, you know, different uh, different stuff online of different businesses, no longer going to be a, a opening. You know, they've, they've tried. They tried to hold out. They tried to hold out. They can't hold out any longer. Business is done, gone. Everything that they'd worked for, all the employees, gone. No job, no more, you know. How many of those people are going to kill themselves, you know. D- depression is a huge issue uh, for people in isolation, okay. Th- there's no question about it. Health effects of isolation. You know, you've got a 30, 30% higher mortality rate, I think it is, uh, for people who, uh, who who find themselves in isolation, can't can't get out amongst the people. Okay, These are real-time numbers. Everything else is fluid. So, uh, you know, we know the effects of lockdown. We know that it's going to destroy businesses. We know that people's livelihoods are, are, are going to be destroyed because of this. What we don't know is how, how many are going to die because we don't open things back up. And uh, they'll they'll say, well, we saved so many lives because of the lockdown. Well, there, there's no way to prove a negative. So we, we can't ever say, no, you were wrong. Um, uh, and they know that. And they're going to use that. Um, and it's unfortunate. But I'm here to tell you this, you know, uh, to quote, I think it was it read in Shawshank Redemption. Either get busy living or get busy dying. If you don't think that it's right time to open up. Nobody's gonna force you to leave your house, you know. If you want to wrap your house in bubble wrap and cellophane and have everything delivered and wipe it all down with Lysol, you know, you can get people to deliver your groceries. You can get people to deliver pizza. You can get people to deliver Lysol wipes and toilet paper, whatever you want. Wipe it all down before you take it in the house and wear a mask while doing it. That's fine. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna shame you for doing it. And if they are, they shouldn't because they that's wrong. And just like that, you shouldn't be shaming people that want liberty either. It shouldn't be freedom-shaming. So, anyways, this is Wilk uh, from WilksWorld.com. That's Wilk's opinion. Uh, I guess they call that a vlog. It's normally a blog. This is a video blog that I'm doing. I also put the audio on my DerateTheHate.com podcast. And, uh, I don't know, hopefully this helps somebody. Hopefully somebody needed to hear something of it. And I don't know, do me a favor, share it. Let me know what you think. Write me a message. Take care. Well, I hope everybody was able to get something out of that. And uh, with that, I'll sign off like I do all the time on our De Hate the Hate podcast, saying, when you get back out there, be kind to one another, be grateful for what you've got, and remember, it's up to you to make each day what you want that day to be. Thank you very much.